0: Da, 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 da. Number one sports gambling podcast coming out of the Pat McAfee Incorporated offices. I am Tone Diggs.
1: Howdy, baby Tone. I like that. <laughs> I like that. not
0: lie. <laughs> you notice I did pause for that. Uh, Bubba Gumpino's here.
1: Yes, sir. Howdy, <laughs> uh,
0: Mitt's here. Hey, How what's up, Tony?
2: Mitt. Jay's here. Jay's in the back.
0: Oh, CJ. Oh, okay well Mitts like Jay I thought I thought you left maybe <sighs> hammered Don
1: I had a pretty solid weekend how about you 50 50 50 50 Saturday footy well, was good about, baseball uh, stunk Sunday f- well, footy was tough baseball was good you're
0: I set you up for fucking failure on Friday because I told you to look up what your footy <laughs> record was and I told you to put it out. And when you do
1: that, you, you know tempt, that you're fucking... You are playing with fire, my you're, you're friend. You're playing with fire and you are tempting the footy gods. It started off 0-2 Saturday. I know. And we were down in the other two games. I was like, oh, this is ball. I've got to get skunked. But did you battle? Yeah, so Saturday was 4-2. and two. It was Sunday. Okay. So our, the Arsenal game like the VAR to sewer that to start the day and then it just went sideways from there like Real Betis blew two leads like it was just ugly
2: Tone did you guys have a winner on the rollover this yeah. weekend he yeah. did I submitted my first rollover and uh, I lost all but one of those bets
1: well Bill that's why you're not
0: on the show <laughs> so let's fucking keep it that way should I mean, almost you fucking... oh
1: I mean oh for 10 might be worth something Bill <laughs> <It's>, I mean, <laughs> keep trying if you get 0 for 10 I mean
2: we might have to cash in on this
0: I uh, obviously had good Thursday good Friday and then Saturday I was like ah, I don't know how I feel about this I put out the picks though went 5 and 3 Yeah, we battled Sunday on the 7th day we rested okay
1: Oh, took, you did nothing.
0: I took yesterday off. I needed a day to clear the gambling brain. Sometimes you need that. Sometimes you need that. Um, I didn't even look at the fucking the board to see how I would have done. All I know is I did watch Sunday night baseball last night, and fucking Kyle Hendricks got absolutely blasted in the first inning. I think
1: he gave up more home runs last night than he had all than he did all last did year. Four at, or five? At Wrigley. I mean, he gave up four in the first, right? That's
0: what I meant in the first. How many to give up? And they were fucking. <laughs> They were, we were well just, hit, dude. They were well hit. They one Freddie Freeman
1: up. hit was fucking oh. on the freeway, dude. Gone. Yeah. Um
0: I would be a terrible host if I didn't ask Gumpy how he felt about the Super League and his uh. team, Liverpool, potentially leaving the EPL.
1: Do you want me to dive into what it is, or does that matter?
0: Uh, no. If you don't know about the Super League, there's twelve teams already, fifteen potentially, who are trying to create their own cup, basically
1: scumbags. This has nothing to do. This is nothing to do with the team, the players, the coaches. This is all the fucking owners. It's an absolute. They interviewed Klopp before the game mm-hmm. today, and he he. The, the players and coaches know nothing about it, so don't like. They played Leeds today and people are coming at them. Like Gary Neville, like Gary Neville and Rio Ferdinand, who I have hated my whole life because they're Man United legends, mm-hmm. came out against Manchester United. Like this doesn't happen in soccer. Like it's he summed it up perfectly. He called them bottle merchants. Yeah. Like that's exactly right. Like this it isn't Liverpool. This isn't Man United. This isn't Chelsea. This isn't Tottenham. This, is, this isn't Man City. This is John Henry. This is the Glazers. It's Roman Abramovich. It's whoever owns Cronkies. Man City. It's Cronki. It's Daniel Levy. Like they're the only ones to blame for this. And it's just like I kicked them out of the EPL, fuck it. I would. There's nothing to play for if they're playing in the EPL and they don't need to come top 4 to make the Champions League. There's no fucking point. I agree. It's that- so it's disgusting. Arsenal furloughed people who worked for their club and now they're doing this. Tottenham reached out to the government for help and now they're doing this. Like, all this is is a money grab. You can't... And people will say, well, the teams want to play for their national team. Like, anybody who plays for England wants to fucking bring it home. Like, it's been so long. Like, I don't think there's enough... If it was all about money players would, would have signed in China years ago to yep. play there because they have the most money. Mm-hmm. This can't, can't happen. You can't, like, Leeds and Liverpool play are playing right now and I do not give a shit. And I can't tell you the last time that I ever did not care about a Liverpool game happen, since I was born. As as you're born. Yeah.
0: The beauty of footy to me is, like, you can't tank because you'll get relegated. Yeah. And, like, yeah, Man City's got... A huge lead at the top of the table, or whatever, but they're still battling to be in the top four, so that you can make the Champions League.
1: Like when you get when you get promoted to the English Premier League, it is a fucking yeah. celebra- Like teams in the FA Cup, like you see, like Crawley Town, who was second division this year, they play if they play a game at Tottenham, that can fund their team for fucking years and years. You just can't, and, and then you just you did this. Imagine if there was fans right now in the state. That's why they did this now. Because there's no fans. If there was fans, they would fucking burn these places down. Like this is, I don't, I mean. Well, you,
0: you say that it funds teams. It's like what the Big Ten did to the MAC this year, like canceling all their games against yeah. them
1: and shit like that.
0: It's all fucked up, dude.
1: It's Hopefully just, it, does,
0: it doesn't go through.
1: And, but you'll never recover from this.
0: No. Well, not like the teams you, that you said had, they were
1: going to go. So you have Klopp who brought Liverpool back, like hadn't won a league title in 30 years, and their fucking owners didn't tell him? They didn't tell him? The players didn't know?
0: No, they couldn't tell anyone who had a fucking... who was other than the owners because they would have got out. And like,
1: I start. don't think the players will play. I don't, I don't think there's enough money to make this happen. I really don't. Yeah. I can't see it. I mean... Because then now it puts a, a
0: bad position for the players. And the, the new, did you they... see
1: the new Champions League idea that came out? Was incredible. Oh, like, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. Like that setup is unbelievable. Thirty six teams, yep. and it's like a league. Yeah. Like that's fucking awesome. Hopefully, it gets worked out, pal. I just wanted to give you. It's tough dude it's tough.
0: it is i mean you tough. you
1: i mean liverpool like gary neville said you'll never see man united and liverpool come together i didn't think i'd ever see it in my lifetime liverpool's motto is you'll never walk alone mm-hmm. and this is what you're fucking doing like these teams came from nothing mm-hmm. manchester united was nothing before sir alex ferguson man city was nothing before this oil money came in like the top six now is not the like the top six years ago was fucking Derby County. Yeah. Like West, like Arsenal, Tottenham, and Liverpool aren't are barely in the top six in England right now. I don't. I wouldn't say Arsenal or Tottenham are top thirty teams in the league or in the world. Sorry. Not this year. No. You know what I'm like. Yeah. That's hey, that's stupid. It's, I'm with
0: you, but the thing is, we're all everyone's everyone's on the same fucking page on this except for the owners. Uh, all right, let's get into baseball. Do you have, you have baseball winners for today? Yeah, I got a few for today. All right, so ball. today, game had already happened. Uh, Sox and the Sox, white and the red. Uh, red Sox won 11-4. to four. I had the Red Sox first five. I liked them because uh, I can't remember. Ovalde. Yeah, Avaldi was pitching, but they were also one 1-0-4. Which was a short for me, and their number one uh, hitting team versus right-handed pitchers. Giolito's ERA man. on the road was not as great. He'll have. But I games thought he like had this. a day, he so I took have. the under. And the Red Sox, I obviously lost the under, but I got the Red Sox there. You didn't have anything on early. Team.
1: No, I, you try and stay away from betting the Sox if I can. But Giolito has those games, man, and it's. I mean,
0: Patriots Day, I wasn't going a fucking against yeah. the Sox. Evaldi
1: I mean. had ten Ks and six people. Innings.
0: I tweeted earlier. There, and I only said the socks. Like, when I say the socks, I'm talking about the red socks. I'll say white socks when I'm talking about the white socks. There's yep. only one socks. Socks. Um, 705, San Francisco at Philadelphia. Kevin Gaussman versus Chase Anderson. I wanted to maybe lean Gaussman here. Um, I didn't like it, though. His expected ERA's up. Chase Anderson's ERA's up. Uh, Philly's
1: a better hitting team, but I'm staying away from this one. You? I'll take the Phillies plus a half, first okay. five, Tony. Oh, they're getting plus a half? Yeah. Giants are averaging league-worst 1.47 runs per first five.
0: They're actually, I think, 13-1 or 12-1 of the first five under now. I sent that to you yeah. the other day.
1: Um, Chase Anderson, I mean, he's, he's decent. And the Phillies are 7-2 and two at home. What's the uh, juice on that plus a half? 134. It's not terrible. I mean, the Phillies. I would f- I would lean that then for sure. I'm just not sold on Gossman.
0: Yeah, I hear I you. I mean, know. I'm
1: not particularly no, sold here. on Anderson, but he does have a good track record against the Giants.
0: Uh, St. Louis at Washington, 7-5. Jack Flaherty uh, versus Joe Ross. I do have a pick here. I'm taking Nationals' first five plus a half. Uh, it's minus 138 versus Cards. St. Louis has not been good versus right-handed pitching. They're number 26 this season and number 27th in the league uh, in the last seven days as far as versus right-handed pitching. Nationals, are there, on the other hand, are top 10 in both versus right-handed pitching. Um, Joe Ross has not given up a run in 11 innings this season. Jack Flaherty has a 4.87 expected ERA. So if I could get the Nationals plus five, uh, sorry, plus a half first five, minus 138, I'm going to do that in this game. You got anything for this one?
1: I'm going the other way, Tony. You <laughs> are motherfucker. I love I love Flaherty. I think he's very very good. And the Nationals are two six and five in their first five. So oh, that's not good. I expect Joe Ross to come back to earth. Here's at a question. Some point. Here's a question. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm worried about that. Yeah, I am worried about that. <laughs> I mean, the Cardinals are not great first five either.
0: Um, question that normally gets asked to us. I've been hard, having a hard time finding first five trends. Do you have a site for that?
1: Yeah, Odd Shark. Odd Shark has them. Yeah. Oh. I just stumbled across it today, actually. Uh, Odd Shark
0: has all your first five trends. I just fucking found that out, too.
1: And then there was another one I was looking at, some analytics. I'll tweet it out. But, yeah. So, Cardinals. Cardinals are averaging 2.87 runs per first five. Mm -hmm. Nationals, 1.92 per... I mean... I just, liked the, I, just think, I liked him getting a half. Yeah, I love getting a half, too. I just think Joe Ross, at some point, he's got to get caught here.
0: Tampa Bay at Kansas City. Kansas City's off to their best start since they won the World Series in 2015. Josh Fleming and Danny Duffy. I was looking to take um, Kansas City in this spot. When I started looking at it, I was like, oh, I kind of like Kansas City here. They are minus 102 money line. Um, Rays are minus 116 money line. So kansas City's technically the dog here and they are let me see first five if they're getting a half or not first five kansas city is getting a half minus 154 uh then i started looking at the pitching matchups and, and danny duffy if i remember correctly has <sighs> double a, d has a good era if i remember if let me make sure i'm saying this correctly yeah his era is 0.75 duff man yeah but his expected ERA is, is almost five
1: Ooh. he gave up eight hits last game and only gave up one run that was raw ro- hey fucking robbie ray yesterday for the blue jays that guy danced with fire all <laughs> fucking game he had first inning he had second and third nobody else. he gave up no runs in the first five and he had two guys on base every fucking inning. That, The yanks fucking stink dude i mean but for because of the expected <laughs> ERA, I
0: stayed away. But if I had to lean here, I would go Royals plus the half. Uh, but I'm going to stay away.
1: Are you on this one? Yeah, I would lean that way with you, okay. Tony. I don't. Uh, I don't. Tampa Bay is not. Play, I mean, they they played well against the Yanks, but
0: so I'm in a situation here. Kohi Arihara is on the mound for the Rangers. He's a rookie at Los Angeles, the Angels. Uh, Dylan Bundy's on the mound for the Angels, and I fucking I loved after. After I looked at everything, I love the Angels. Um, they, let's see here, the Angels are number one versus right-hand pitching in the last week and number three overall for the season. Texas number twenty-five in the last seven days uh, and not good for the season either. Dylan Bundy is a two point one five ERA. Ari, How did Bundy all of a sudden get good? I, and then Arihara has six point five seven. So like, oh, I was like, oh, I love the I love the Angels here, and then I went and looked. And I went to take the first five. Good luck. The first five for the Angels. um, If you were taking this, like if you wanted anything that resembled any sort of value, they're minus 260 on the first five money line. And then the run line, they're minus one and a half, which you know I am not taking a minus one and a half first five run. So I did some searching on FanDuel Sportsbook, and I could get the Angels to be leading after the fourth inning. At minus one thirty four. So I jumped on that. I don't know. I, I mean it's one inning difference, it's one less at bat, but I'm gonna roll the dice here. I'm taking the Angels to lead after the fourth inning.
1: Fair play. Minus
0: one thirty four. You got play. anything there? No, thank you. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> um Angel or sorry. Dodgers at the Mariners, another huge line here. Dustin May versus Justin Sheffield. Uh, yeah, I mean he got he he didn't have a great outing his last time. So and uh, Dodgers are minus two hundred here. You got anything here? I'm not taking. No,
1: nah, I'm I've, the Dodgers. I mean, they're tough to bet on or against yeah. just because there's so much juice. They're good for the uh, good for the Padres getting one. Yes, that was a great series because if they if they got sweat, man, there was f- Kershaw's out of his fucking mind. By the way, if he thinks that guy swung the bat late to hit his catcher's no, gloves, Kershaw that was, was asshole, fucking dude. stupid.
0: Uh, so yeah, that was a great series. I'm not taking anything in that game tonight. Uh, Jay, can you call our guest if you get a chance? Thank you. Um, and then the last game of the night, ten ten p.m. Well, also the Dodgers started at 10, 10 too. Milwaukee at San Diego. Brandon Woodruff, Joe Musgrove. Pretty good Oof, matchup that's here. That's
1: a fucking duel. tone. They
0: both have 2.25 expected ERAs. Um,
1: Woodruff, the only starting pitcher who hasn't given up a dinger this year.
0: He's been fucking unbelievable. I rode him last week, him and the uh, Cubs to an under. Um my thing here is Musgrove is he had his bad start after yeah. his. So I think Musgrove's gonna be back. I looked at the under. It's was a, it three? a three and
1: a half. I think I'm surprised the they game, haven't brought those down to three. The game
0: is six and a half. Whew. The first five under is three and a half juice to minus one forty, which was a little too much for me. So I I was looking at potentially taking the dog here in the Brewers plus five or first five plus a half, minus 122, just because I think it's going to be a good pitching matchup. San Diego has a better lineup, but there, there may be a bit of a setback or a lull after the big series. Dodgers. Little hangovers after yeah. the series with Dodgers. So I'm going to take the Brewers' first five plus a half.
1: I'll go with Musgrove first five. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I like the Podgers. I That's, think that maybe they'll go the other way. They'll ride that big one This was a coin toss to yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, so. either Hey, there's not a bad bet here, I don't think. No, Whatever no, no. way you go on this game, I think.
0: Uh, we got a guest today because we said we fucking would. And I will never let you guys down. A baby toe. It's a betting analyst for Nesson and Fox Sports. Oh, Nesson. Yeah, Nesson. Host of, host of Chicken Dinner. He told me just to call him uh, Sammy P. Um, but, you know, I'm not going to disrespect him. I'm going to try to say his last name. It's Sam Panajerovich. I fucking... I think I fucking nailed that.
3: Welcome to Harry, Todd! Sam, did I... Yeah, almost. A little close. Uh, you added a couple extra syllables, but it's all right, Dick. No problem. Hey, you're a Chicago guy, right? Yeah, I was uh, enjoying the Sox versus Sox thing. It's, I'm in a weird place because I'm a White Sox fan working for the home of the Red Sox, and I have to pick this series with integrity. And I can't, like, openly pick against the Red Sox because my bosses will hang me out the window or whatever. So I decided to get cute and went first 5 under, game under. It was over in the first inning. <laughs> yes.
0: Well, we were talking about fucking Avaldi's been unbelievable this year. And then Gilito normally good, but he'll throw a fucking stinker out every once in a while. So I was on the under too. So no one's going to no one's going to blame you there.
3: The problem is when you lose in Boston and you pick on like you pick against the Boston teams, the vitriol goes up a notch. You know, you could pick on the Sox or the Bruins, or the Patriots. And if you lose, it's like, all right, we're already mad. We already hate these teams anyways, a lot of the Boston fans. But when you pick against Boston, you know, the slings and arrows come from all directions.
0: Well, especially on fucking Patriots Day. Do that at your own uh, your own fucking, not me, pal.
3: <laughs> it's my own fault. You're right. By the way, before we do anything else, the first time I came across Tone Diggs, I was working at VEASAN in Las Vegas. And my brother goes, you made it on Diggs' timeline. And I'm like, okay, well, what did I do? You were like getting pulled over by the feds or something like that. And I was telling a story on that show on a Friday morning, you were getting like pulled over by the cops as I was hosting and the video you put up, I'm talking in the background of it on the air. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> the feds! <laughs> fucking, I got pulled over speeding, dude.
0: <laughs> you
1: fucking bookie, dude.
0: <laughs> no, I remember that now because I remember fucking taking a picture of my rearview mirror, and I think I, I tagged uh, Todd McComas uh, in that, and fucking I looked back and and Vison was on the radio. So yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Um, I didn't know. I didn't. I had no idea that you were with them. At one, point. I was
3: out there for a year and a half. Yeah, it was wild. That was when Brett Musburger was still hosting Monday through Fridays. They've had a couple different alterations and variations of their lineup, but for work every single day, I mean, you guys live in a fun factory. That's where you yeah, go to work. I mean, the place is, is fucking wild. Try going to work every day, past the blackjack table, oh. past the slots, past all that shit on the way to work to talk about betting. You're hearing the bells and whistles literally everywhere you go. Our studio was in the middle of a casino.
0: It's, I mean, it still is. I mean, it's in the middle of Circa now. You, were, you poor timing on your part. Um, yeah, I'd have a hard time not
3: putting five on black every time I walked past. Did you uh, Did you like living in Vegas, though? I didn't like it because I didn't make much money. I was still <laughs> on the low end of the totem pole there, so making, you know, like $37 a week. The worst part was be would be when you'd have friends that would come into town. And when I'm 27, 28... I'm still sort of climbing that broadcasting ladder, and my friends are accountants or dentists or whatever, and they're loaded. And, you know, I'm ordering croutons for dinner and water to drink and shit. It's just hard to live there when you don't make any money. But the hardest part's when you're going on dates and you have no money, or when all the boys come to town and all the boys got money.
0: Um, hold on one second. I'm just reading the, tra- the chat real quick. Mitt, did you
3: spell analyst wrong? Analyst wrong? Fuck, probably.
1: Howdy, Mitt. <laughs>
3: My brother told me, by the way, he said, don't trust Mitt. I was trying to do the scouting report for all you guys, and he's, he listens every day, the pod, Pat, you guys, and he says, don't trust Mitt with no, that's your a, life. It's pretty, like, well, I wouldn't anyways, but it's good enough. It's a pretty
0: good uh, life lesson, too. So what are you what are you betting? Are you betting NBA? Or are you betting MLB now The football season? What do you like to bet the most?
3: I love baseball, but I'm getting my teeth kicked in in this game, and I've had a lot of first fives. I love first fives, and oh. I've been doing it for about – Seven, eight years, now it's starting to get a lot more popular. Um, But I've had first five unders where it's one-to-one after four, and then it's six-to-one after five. And you're like, you know, the grim reaper of gambling keeps you alive. Those are the worst losses where you're right, and then you have the victory ripped out of your talents. So I played a lot of first fives in baseball, but I've been on the wrong side of a lot of those. Um, But hockey's actually been – my best sport all year. Oh, really? Uh, I like the wild tonight, but I like to do the regulation and the exotics. I even mm-hmm. love first periods, overs or unders. But I took the wild in regulation at plus 100. Uh, they're on the road in Arizona. I think Minnesota's going to win the game, but I love to minimize the juice. Yeah, and You yeah, talked yeah. earlier about price shopping. I like to turn those minuses into pluses. Wild, they're minus 140 on the money line, but in regulation, it's a 60-minute bet. They have to win it in regulation. But I turn that minus 140. In a hundred, yeah. I was
0: so you can. I was talking about it earlier because the Angels. I went with the fourth inning bet, but there was another bet. It said will the home team bat in the ninth inning, which is very similar to Angels money line. And the Angels money line was like minus two sixty, but will they bat in the uh, ninth inning was like minus one fifty, something like that. So like it's basically the same fucking bet, but you're getting the the juice is a hundred points different.
3: Yeah, sometimes they fall asleep in the back room of the trading room. Like, I know that for a fact. Like, somebody just <laughs> hit the wrong button. Um, and you can sort of scalp them at certain points. This happened. I was at the Golden Nugget when they, they found out that rather than make all of the prices minus 115 or minus uh, 125 or minus 135, all the ones somehow turned into twos. So, if you were looking for the right dog, instead of Jesus. getting plus 105 or plus 100 or whatever, you were getting plus 190, plus 200. And if the right underdog hit, I mean, you made more than a dollar back on your money. So that does actually happen. I mean, there's a lot of algorithms and a lot of automated stuff, but sometimes a lot of these things go in by hand and people just hit the wrong button.
0: Do you like anything else in the NHL tonight?
3: Uh, no, I do actually. I will I will say this. I have the Bruins to win the Stanley Cup at 20, at 18, and at 14. And awesome. I don't know how many people are aware. Ever since the trade deadline, they're 4-0. So this isn't a play tonight because they don't play again until tomorrow, and they'll be a big favorite against Buffalo. Buffalo blows. Yeah, Yeah, they do. But you're looking at Boston. You can still shop around and find them like 16-1 to to win the Stanley Cup. They don't even have to win the Cup for you to make money, right? If they get through that first-round series against Washington, that's likely the matchup. They'll get into the second round. They'll probably be favored against whoever they face. If they can win the East, you're talking about a price that you'll have in your pocket at 16-1. to At that point, they'll probably be 6 or 7 to 1, and then from there, you can hedge or get creative. Diggs, they haven't had their goalie pretty much half the season. I know. I mean, know. Rask has played 16 games. They've been without two or three defensemen for the last two months. They've been hobbled. They've been banged up, but they make a couple moves. They bring in Taylor Hall. They trade for Mike Riley. Lazar's a good fourth-line guy. This team plays very good defense, and if Rask is in between the pipes – That's going to be a tough team because they get better over the course of a series. It's tough to beat them 4 out of 7. I like
0: it. And for those of you listening who don't know what a hedge is, if you take the Bruins to win the Cup and then make it all all the way to the finals and you have it at 16-1, to then you could put a little bit of money on their opponent from the Western Conference in the finals so that you know that you are making a profit. Hmm. And that's hedging find yourself a good hedge calculator because the math sometimes gets difficult Um, so what do you like do you like anything tonight
3: in the MLB then I do like the Cardinals. I'll break the tie on this Mother one, but I'm not God going first five. I think Gump's on the Birds, and I'm yeah. on the Birds, too. I just love Flaherty at this price. Yes, uh, I'm all about right team, right price. You rarely get Jack Flaherty around minus 110. Um, now, sometimes it's too good to be true, and the guy could give up four runs in the first. It's it's part of the game, right? It's a revolver. Um, I do like that bet at that price, and I was looking at Woodruff. Uh, strikeouts yeah. over, potentially. And the price on him, I mean, usually when you get Woodruff on the hill for the brew crew, he's minus 130, 140, 150. You can get the Brewers tonight plus 145 if you shop around. I I know Musgrove threw a no-hitter, and I think that's still entrenched in the back of a lot of people's minds. I like to kind of fade the guy that threw the perfecto or the no-no for the next month. Usually you get good value betting against those guys, and the price goes up on your side. So I took a poke at plus 145 on Milwaukee.
0: Yeah, I took them at, I took Milwaukee, too, as the dog just because they were the dog in this matchup of the good
3: pitching matchups. Um, you like any other futures or anything? I was looking at a couple AL East teams, like the Yankees right now, who, by the way, Stank. are the worst team to wager on in baseball. Yep. Minus Yep, 10.5 units. If you blindly bet the Yanks on every start, you're already down 10.5 units, yeah. which is almost impossible considering they played 15 games. That's wild math, and that's bad math. But there are a couple teams. You like Toronto or Tampa. The Red Sox hot start, the Yankees slow start have created good value, value in quotations, on Tampa and Toronto. You shop around there, you can find Tampa at like plus 550. You can find Toronto at 5-1. to This is to win the division. I mean, this thing is still tight. It's early. It's April. If you don't believe in the Red Sox and you hate the Yankees, You could get pretty good value. I was trying to go back and forth between Tampa, Toronto. I'm still sort of torn, but that's what I would look at right now because you take advantage of the Red Sox strong start and you take advantage of the Yankees being awful.
1: Do you think the Red Sox start is like sustainable or do we think that they're going to fade a bit?
3: I said, Gump, I said, if they're alive by June 1st, they can be in it till the end. Yeah. Because when it gets to June 1 on the calendar, that's ideally when they get Chris Sale back. Yeah. And then you, at that mm-hmm. point in time, you have Sale, Evaldi, and Erod. That's a pretty good one, two, three, assuming everybody stays healthy. And offensively, you knew they were going to score some runs. Yeah. The biggest issue for me was the defense and the bullpen. And the bullpen's been okay. I don't know that I like Matt Barnes a lot in the ninth inning, in a pressure cooker situation, like in September or October. Definitely um, not. <laughs> but But as far as winning games and, and winning two out of three, like Meatloaf always said, two out of three ain't bad, they've been very good because they hit the shit out of the baseball. And I, I had one analyst tell me this. He's a, a national baseball analyst. He said something like this. All of baseball is busy playing with their calculators, and the Red Sox have guys that mash. Yeah. Like they just hit the baseball. They get on base. They don't strike out a lot. I don't think the under is ever safe in a Red Sox game. So they have the offense that can keep them in games, and when they're not in games, they're still good enough to churn butter and cut those leads on. They're a good live betting team, too. Mm. There have been a couple of their wins where they're down 3-1, to 4-1 to one in the fifth or sixth inning, and then you look up in the eighth and they're up 7-4. to four. You could have bet them 5 or 6-1 to one live. So that's a team I think will never be dead in most nights.
1: Sam, Erod we- e- e- oh e- just is... I don't know that guy man like he just there's always something happening with him. you know what I mean
3: yeah he's like the Carlos Rodon of Boston right I covered Rodon for years he was always hurt he was always out of shape you know he could never stay on the hill for four or five straight starts it's It's very similar with Erod. There's always something. I remember he didn't he break his foot covering first base a couple years ago? well,
1: when he when he first came to Boston, his first three starts, he literally just threw gas and gave up no runs. And everyone was like, holy shit because they got him for Andrew Miller from the Orioles. Uh-huh. And then ever since then, it's like, man, you just you just can't stay healthy for a whole year. Hey, speaking can, of
3: Rodon, you, are, are, you can find lightning in a bottle though with guys like that. Yeah. And I think, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody in the world would answer this trivia question correctly. The most profitable pitcher in Major League Baseball right now—do you guys know who it is?
0: My, if maybe it might be no Valdi. Is it Avardi?
3: No, Chad Cool from the Pittsburgh uh, Pittsburgh Pirates. He's up already four units because cool. when you think about the Pirates, they're priced very lowly every single day. They're three and one when he starts, but he's cashed for you at plus one eighty, plus one ninety, and plus two ten. So in four starts, you're already up 4-8. And if he wins two more starts at plus money, like he's going to make you money no matter what this year. That's wild to think that it's a right-hander, an obscure right-hander on the Pittsburgh Pirates of all teams. No, that makes but sense. that's the most profitable guy. It's cool number one. Savali from Cleveland, and then Kyle Gibson. Those are the three most profitable guys in the game right now.
1: That right. was that was the best when uh, Granke was on the D-backs because every oh, game yeah. he would be plus a half first five because they stunk so bad. Hey,
0: you know my guy fucking Dane Dunning too. Double
1: D.
3: Oh, D- uh, Did you have to bring up Dane Dunning? <laughs> Why? Really?
0: Did we have to go there? Why? What I'm are so you talking about? I'm so at
3: that trade still.
0: Uh, <laughs> before we let you out of here, how do you feel? Because the White Sox were one of the favorites going into the season. How do you feel about them right now?
3: I don't know if Larusa is going to be awake that much longer. You know, like did you ever catch him like eighth inning West Coast game? They don't they don't cut to him on the White Sox broadcast because he's he's asleep. Yeah. Um, The bullpen management's been bad. The defense has been really questionable, and they don't have a lot of depth. We saw that Eloy goes down, torn Peck, Anderson missed some time. They're they're playing guys that shouldn't play on you know every other day, and I think the depth on that team isn't as great as people thought. They're still good enough to win the division. Uh, and that bullpen's very good with Aaron Bummer, Liam Hendricks. The rotation should be fine, but I, I need my manager awake in the seventh and eighth inning when the game's caught. I don't you, think that's too much to ask for either.
1: If you go against Larusa on the internet, you will get, I mean, <laughs> I I buried him in some, he's the best coach of all, like, I know he's a great coach, I get it, he just doesn't need to coach anymore.
3: <laughs> Sam, we... Uh, yeah, I don't know how he's gonna make it to October, buddy. I don't think it's gonna happen. I'm grateful, I'm hopeful, but I have my doubts.
1: When AJ Hinch was out there too, oh, right? Yeah. I mean
0: Hey Sam, we uh we can't thank you enough for coming on. Go follow Sam at SP Shoot on the Twitter machine. Uh, you can also find him on Nessin, Fox Sports, and he hosts a podcast Chicken Dinner. We can't thank you enough, pal. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, y'all. Hammer Don. Hammer Don.
1: Gets it. He gets it. Good dude. Hey, good information there. Fucking pirates, dude. Johnny cool. Chad Cole, let's
0: have a little <laughs> fucking respect, dude. I mean, not a surprise that the Buckos are leading. I they thought he was going to
1: say brewbaker's Bru-ba- a fucking weapon. <laughs> he's good, like good, good. Hey,
0: Dane Dunning's my fucking guy.
1: Who's, he's on the... Rangers. Where'd he get traded from? The White Sox? Sox? Must have. Oh, it was in that Lance Lynn trade. Must have yes. been. Lance Lynn is hurt yeah. now, too. That's going to hurt the bank account. He's
0: awesome. <laughs> like... I will
1: take Lance Lynn first five every time.
0: All right, so we got our MLB, um, which was, mine was Nationals' first five, plus a half, minus 138 versus the Cards. Uh, I have the Angels leading after the fourth, <laughs> minus 134 versus Texas. And I think I got a tweet that they took that down, so you're welcome. Uh, and then the Brewers' first five, plus a half, minus 122. Or mine, what do you got, Gumby? I
1: got Phillies' plus a half, first five. Cardinals' first five, money line, And Padres' first five, money line.
0: Beautiful. Man, how'd you do in FCS this weekend? Playoffs start next weekend, I, think. I
2: went one and two, uh, North oh, Dakota no, State. Dude. They blew it.
0: Did okay. the playoffs start next weekend, or was that this weekend that I saw the, the graphic? Uh,
2: I thought playoffs were starting this upcoming weekend. Okay. Uh, let's
0: take a look quickly at uh, the NBA slate for tonight. Um, I didn't take – God damn it, I knew this was going to happen. I didn't take one fucking pick on Friday that I gave out, and they believe they went five and zero. Oh. So, could have told you that was going to happen. It's good stuff for the good of the show. I'm not going to take any of these tonight either. So, you're welcome, listeners. You're fucking welcome, uh, Mitt. Do you got anything for tonight as we go through the schedule? Just so I know.
2: Yeah, I got a okay. couple plays for tonight.
0: Uh Cleveland at Detroit. Uh, I would lean towards the Pistons. Um getting points at home i believe they're getting three at home yeah plus three against the Cavs. i guess technically the Cavs are still fighting for the 10th spot there in the east to try to get in the play in or whatever um but I, I like as far as the trends are concerned i like the pistons here tonight you got anything on that one mitt
2: yeah for the reason that you just said the Cavs are fighting for that last spot that kind of the mickey mouse playoff spot i'm taking the Cavs minus the three i think detroit is a very bad team they are So are the Cavs. I mean, I've learned because this has bit me in the ass, and
0: it's bit Gumpy in the ass too. I think a couple times, like when you think as a gambler, like this team has to win, they're playing for a playoff spot versus a team that doesn't have anything to play for. That that does that is not the case in gambling. That is not the case. A lot of times, it does not work out that way. Um, Let's see here, the Bulls at Celtics. I like I like the Celtics in this one. They're coming in hot. I believe they're seven and one since Paul Pierce uh went live on IG. Oh yeah. Uh so I like the Celtics here. Minus the six is what I saw. Oh, it's six, six has moved to six and a half. It's fine. It's whatever.
2: Yeah, I actually I love this play as well. Boston, I think uh they're definitely gonna cover the six. I would even put it up to like eight. Oh Get a little plus line, eliminate the Git Line. Oh,
0: I love when Midi Line Makers is back. Uh Golden State plus nine against the Sixers. In Philadelphia, I'm going to stay away from that one.
2: Yes, yeah, a big stay away from me as well. Philadelphia is playing good. And actually, Golden State has been playing super good lately. They, I would lean towards Golden State on that Steph one.
0: Steph was very hot or has been very hot, but depends on if he gets any any sort of help. Um, Thunder, the Wiz- Thunder, I just saw are 0 and 10 in their last 10. It could be worse than that. I'm not positive. I know that they are the worst team in the NBA right now. That's why they're getting – Twelve and a half points versus the, the Wizards at home over under two thirty two. Um I think I'm gonna take the Wizards here. The Wiz? Really? It's a big line. You land twelve? <laughs> That's a big line. I think the I'm gonna, gonna take
2: the Rockets aren't that bad, but the thunder wow, Tony. Are. I'm gonna take the oh, yeah, sorry, the, the
0: Wizards and the under two thirty two. Oh. Give it to me. All right.
2: Bet on the Wizards at your own risk, but yeah,
0: me. Trust me, you are betting against me, OKC. Me I know. leaning towards the Pistons and the Wizards is not something that I wanted to do on this Monday. I, I can promise <laughs> you that, Mitt. Uh, Rockets at the Heat. The line is six and a half. I was to stay away from me for there, Mitt.
2: I was gonna take the Heat on this one. Ooh, okay. I like the Heat on this one. I think they're they're due for a nice little bounce back.
0: Um. Suns are at the Bucks and the Suns are getting three. Is there fucking
2: injury concerns in that game? I I think they're getting three because it's at the Bucks, But that's really the only Suns reason why. And,
0: Suns don't have anybody out. If you're going to give me the Suns as a dog off of a loss, especially, I'm going to take the Suns. You can fucking take it to the bank with the Suns for that for me. Um, and then let's see here. We have the Spurs and Pacers. I got nothing there. You?
2: Uh, 230 seems very high to me. I like the under in this matchup. Pacers plays some good defense. Turner's back. Sabonis is back. They're all playing. It'll be a good game. Uh, I don't have no clue who's going to win, but
0: uh, I like the under. Are, is Sabonis definitely playing?
2: Uh, from what I read, he was off of the injury report.
0: Okay. Because I thought I saw something earlier that he may still be on it, but... That could be me. Yeah, Sabonis and Turner are questionable as of three PM. But it could have changed since then. Steph Curry is questionable too. That might be a reason why the nine Ooh. and a half's
1: there.
0: Jimmy Butler's questionable for the Heat. Ben Simmons questionable for the Sixers. Kemba is questionable for uh the Celtics. So is Marcus Smart. And Rudy Gobert is
1: probably
2: Zach There's, Levine's out of that.
0: Quite game, a though. list, huh? Quite a quite a list there, Pop. Quite a list, mate. Uh Grizz at nuggets. I'm gonna stay away mm. from this. The line is seven. I don't know if you've got anything there, Mitt.
2: No, I'm staying away from this one as well. I still can't bet on this Nuggets team. I don't really know how they play without Jamal Murray. Yeah,
0: and then the Jazz at the Lakers. I'm not going to touch either one of those teams either.
2: Can't touch the Jazz right now with Donovan Mitchell out, and you just have no idea what's going to happen with these Lakers. They're the most inconsistent team without LeBron and AD right now. Yeah.
0: Um, AD, I believe, is back practicing though, right? He
2: is back practicing. He will not be playing tonight, though, so it doesn't really matter.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah um let's see here you got any uh i know it's, tough, it's a tough subject right now but do you have any early, uh, early i'm week actually funny? thinking that
1: i will not bet on those teams that are in the smart
0: fucking, yeah take a stand dude. yeah i I'm mean if
1: i don't who will we're not betting on any of
0: the 12 teams that are fucking. i'll bet against them all right so do you have anything early in the week
1: or no we got wednesday we got a full slate across uh, La Liga, English Premier League and Serie A. Do you uh, want to do
0: those tomorrow or do you yeah, have let's, a do few? That. Okay, let's, let's do Okay, let's do some. that tomorrow. Okay, we'll do those tomorrow. Gumbies 40 picks 40 picks coming tomorrow for Wednesday. Um NHL we covered. Um
1: I think we're Oh no, let's go let's roll through the bus. You want to roll through the bus? Got any dingers in there? Oh, well, let's fucking see. Can we get a fucking dinger in here? Jazz
0: to win by 11 plus points versus the Lakers plus 200. Oof. Stay away mm-hmm. from. It. Oh, we do have a Dingers prop. What do you got? I don't like it. Juan Soto
1: to hit a home run versus the versus the Cardinals. Ooh, Flaherty. What's it at? It's got to be like plus four hundred. Plus five twenty. I'll ask you this question one more time, my friend. Do you like Dingers? Did I take the Nets? Do you like money? I do. I like all those things. And did I also take the Nets? <laughs> plus 500. I mean, that is. Give me one, so you, got a, five you have to sprinkle that. That's electric.
0: Dodgers to win and nine plus total runs scored versus the Mariners, plus 220. <sighs> so the Dodgers are huge favorites to win.
1: So they went San Diego last night to Seattle. That's not that far.
0: They're huge favorites to win.
1: Fucking Sheffield shows so you up would think, some nights. You would think dude. that part. Oh, you think the, the win most. is the lock? Well, no. But if you look at this Mariners odds, team, man, they're ten six. They're a feisty. Sheffield, bunch. fucking Johnny Sheffield. The over
0: under is eight and a half. I mean, plus two hundred. What happens if you just let's see if you parlay the money line? If you parlay the money line in the over, it's plus one sixty two. So you're getting that boosted at plus two hundred.
1: Dodgers are thirteen and three.
0: Yeah, they're very good.
1: As this is this just what it's going to be all year?
0: They're very good. The fucking. The horses that they trot out every night.
1: <laughs> I mean, Kershaw is dealing, too. I thought he was dead. They just fucking trot.
0: I mean, oh, you need someone? God, fucking power.
1: Like this May guy is a fucking yeah. stud.
0: Um, there's an EPL odds boost. Four plus total goal goals scored in Chelsea and Brighton. Tomorrow? I don't know when it is. No, it's, yeah, tomorrow at three. Four? Four plus goals it's a lot of goals, isn't it? Yeah, I mean... So we're going to stay away from it?
1: Take fucking...
0: It's plus
1: 300 to plus 350. Yeah. No bueno, dude. Brighton plays a pretty tight game.
0: I think we might have a... Uh, maybe an old friend on tomorrow. So, we'll leave you guys with that.
1: An old friend.
0: An old friend of Hammered Down. Mm. Maybe. Maybe do a little draft talk.
1: Oh, one of our favorites. Did uh, Cutmaker's golf hit? No, nobody had Stuart Sink. So, Stewart
0: fucking Stu Sink fucking what came was out he of nowhere, dude. Stewart Stewart to win? Stewart? I don't know. I should have fucking. I should have looked that up. But <laughs> I don't. I don't think many people had Stu win. I don't think anybody weekend. had. Um, we'll be back tomorrow. All the MLB, all the NBA. Pal's got his footy trying to get uh someone in here to talk some draft talk yes sir since those lines are moving especially after trey lance's pro day um can't thank you guys enough we are up to 750 on the rollover uh so get you get your bets in for that who won did the guy who won on he did all first oh he did first a lot a lot of first inning draws oh yeah he enjoyed that The first inning draws.
1: I like that bet.
0: Which, yeah, I don't hate it. Um, So, 750 today. We'll be back tomorrow with all of our picks. Special guests, maybe. Um, And then we'll go from there. Hopefully, we'll give you some fucking more winners. This has been Monday, April 19th from Hammer Down.